Welcome back to Conversations with Father Greg. In this episode, we have a homily for Sunday, December 17th, 2023, which is the third Sunday in the season of Advent. Let's begin our time together with a reading from John's Gospel. John writes, There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Why then are you baptizing if you are neither the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one whom is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. This took place in Bethany, across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The Gospel of Christ Dear God, may only your truth be spoken and only your truth be heard. Amen. Well, hi there, everybody. I'd like to start off today by making a little bit of an admission. I have a hard time hearing today's reading from John's Gospel without hearing Roger Daltrey from The Who singing the chorus of their 1978 hit song, Who Are You? Well, who are you? I really want to know, who are you? Tell me who you are, because I really want to know, who are you? The author of John's Gospel introduces us to another man named John, John the Baptist, who is Jesus' cousin. Our Gospel reading describes him as a man sent by God to tell people about the things of God so that they might come to a better understanding of who God is and what God was doing in the world. Our Gospel reading then goes on to describe an encounter between John the Baptist and a number of religious officials. During that encounter, these unnamed religious elites confront John with some very pointed questions. The context tells us that these weren't simply harmless questions about John's identity. During his ministry, John had become quite critical of the religious establishment. In fact, he once referred to a certain group of religious elites as a brood of vipers accusing them of trying to turn a genuine religious experience into some kind of political leverage or popularity contest. John the Baptist was clearly a very outspoken person. God was definitely using him, and he definitely had a following. But he also managed to really annoy some other folks, particularly those who were part of the religious establishment of his day. So this question about John's identity is not simply a polite inquiry. It was a question about his authority to do the things that he was doing. The context tells us the question that they were really asking John was more like, who do you think you are? It was as much a challenge as it was a question. 
His response was very clear, both about who he was, but also about who he was not. He began by telling them who he was not. Not a prophet, not the Messiah, not Elijah. When he does eventually speak about himself in the affirmative, he says that he's come to prepare the way for the one who would be far greater than he. He uses language indicating that he understands his work to be the fulfillment of prophecies made seven centuries before by the prophet Isaiah. John the Baptist went on to identify both himself and his work in relationship to who he understood Jesus to be. When confronted with opposition, he could have wavered from his task. Alternatively, he could have doubled down and claimed to be something or someone that he was not. Doing neither of those things, he deferred to one he said was going to be more powerful than he was. He had a clear understanding of who he was and what he had been called to do. Once again, quoting Isaiah, he declared, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Put another way, John knew he was not the main event, but his work was to help people get ready for the main event. Of course, the main event was John's cousin Jesus. Just as Isaiah had predicted John's arrival and work, Isaiah had also predicted the messianic work that Jesus would carry out. We heard that oracle in our first reading when Isaiah wrote, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives, and release to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. The person that Isaiah was referring to was Jesus. John had a clear understanding not only of his own role, but also of who Jesus was and what his role was. Well, now, that's all well and good for John the Baptist, and maybe even for Jesus, but what does it have to do with you and I today? As direct and as confrontational as the priests and Pharisees were, their questions were still valid. Who are you? And again, who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? These questions gave John the Baptist the opportunity to articulate that which he already knew. Today, I think we would each do well to answer those same questions for ourselves. Who are we as individuals and as a community of faith? What is important to us, and how do we express that in both words and in actions? Jesus spent a fair amount of time teaching about and showing examples of this thing that he called the kingdom of heaven. How does this kingdom of heaven intersect with our lives, and how do we seek it out in our daily lives and in our communities? In essence, one of the things that this text does is to invite each of us to answer the question, who we are and who we want to become.
What do we say about ourselves, both through our words, but also through our actions? Let's pray. O God of Isaiah and John the Baptist, through all such faithful ones you proclaim the unfolding of future joy and renewed life. Strengthen our hearts to believe your Advent promise, so that we will walk in the way of Christ, whose coming is certain and whose day draws near. Amen.